She stole Hello. your thunder. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh <laughs> well, now we can start over. Oh, no. We can go uh, completely. The Zoom okay. lady stole your thunder. You said, uh, we are. And then she went, recording in progress. I don't like, get it was, that one. It was very well timed. Because uh, huh. that's you're in charge. You know yeah. you're recording because you press the record button. Yeah, no, this is legal. Like in California, we're a two-party state. So yeah. that is a legal requirement for the app to announce that. Right. So. Huh. So progressive, California. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode. Yeah, no, Ryan, that's there. That's a hand. <laughs> a lot of times, there. it's used against employees the fact yeah. that they can't record their boss uh, mm-hmm. acting poorly. Mm. But anyway, not great. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode two hundred and six of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast, recorded on Monday, November twenty eighth, twenty twenty two. Andrew Clark, Lucas Dorito, Ryan Holtz here. We're all dealing with some kind of issues related to technology or capitalism or whatever frankly it's exhausting if i sound terrible uh because the laptop i usually record on broke hopefully it's getting repaired by best buy as we speak or maybe i finally have to pull the trigger on a desktop uh so yeah i can't use my gaming microphone because my macbook does not have a usb port (laughs) um living in the future uh maybe or maybe history just repeats itself because donald trump declared his candidacy for the 2024 presidential election that seems foolhardy but what does this panel of uh white men in bow ties think why would it be foolhardy it's his one he's you know definitely the most popular candidate like if if there were if there were other candidates which maybe there will be i don't know like he'd win and also, it's his best shot of not going to prison. Uh, it seems foolhardy because I think unilaterally, everyone he endorsed in the midterm elections lost. A lot of them did, yeah. Okay. The majority of them lost. I, I don't think he cares. Yeah, I think it's like Andrew said, this is no. his free ticket out. <laughs> this is He's like, one last job. Like If we get this, we're out. I can yeah. pardon it, it, every crony and be done with it all yeah because if if he's president then it all goes away and if shit gets you know stacked up against him he can just say ah it's just because i'm running for office and this is the deep state trying to stop me and like everything gets delegitimized to a degree and of course the dems will go along with it because the goal it would be impolite to charge (laughs) the enemy with a crime you know, we got to do the right thing. I mean, this is Trump with nothing to lose. This is like, I'm my back's against the wall, man. The FBI is raiding me. Like my tax returns are about to go out. Like mm. the, the the house of cards is collapsing. Like I'm, I'm going to pull some straight up Nixon shit. If it means getting elected here. Because, yeah, that's my get out of jail free card. Literally, because Mueller... <laughs> basically established that precedent that like well we can't charge a sitting president with a crime that that's not how this works chicken shit um i can't go to jail for stealing the nuclear codes because i'm president again you can't send a president to jail for having the nuclear codes what yeah it's great if i sold the nuclear codes to russia it was because i had the best interest of america at heart right i wanted to remove the threat of nuclear apocalypse by uh like getting rid of the entire concept of deterrence because now we can't nuke them back 
they don't have to nuke us because they know that we can't fight back. It was something that I desperately wanted to talk about in this podcast is the the concept um, that our good friend um, Sam Bankman Freed <laughs> like yeah. is a loyal subscriber to of effective altruism. I don't know if you guys have heard about this wackadoodle shit. Um, I know, I know a little bit about the guy. I mean, like, I don't know anything about him. Like, I know who he is. Like, wh- you know, that he was the head of this crypto thing, and it all fell apart. Mm-hmm. And yeah, effective altruism is. It reminds me a lot of social Darwinism, which like a lot of the old nineteenth and twentieth century like billionaires would use yeah. to like legitify their existence. Is like. No, we are the best people. We deserve this money because we will do the most with it. But essentially, it's more like, no, the only like the way to maximize happiness is for one person to make all the money and then distribute it perfectly amongst like just and worthy causes to maximize human happiness. And he considered himself this like prince that was promised that would be the first trillionaire and he would use that money to yeah fix like, the world fix the world and and also by the way it was a grift like he, he yeah. didn't really believe any of that that was his cover but there are people that genuinely like were suckered into believing in the concept of effective altruism and just like yeah nah man we gotta <laughs> if it's for the good of people I should be doing all this shitty stuff because it's good for humanity doing all these terrible things. I, uh, so I Googled effective altruism. I had not heard of it prior to this. And thank you for that succinct explanation. Uh, you know, a philosophy, you know, a way of life is legitimate when you type it in. And the first result is effectivealtruism.org. That, <laughs> well, that's that's. That's part of it is there is an organization called Effective Altruism, which is essentially just like a charity mm-hmm. that billionaires donate a ton of money to and then they get it back and they get to go, well, I only take 30% or, or $30,000 a year in salary. Like ignore the fact that like I'm essentially donating millions of dollars to this charity and then taking out millions of dollars from this charity. <laughs> so that it's not income <laughs> like yeah i oh god I'm just... my when form... he when 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 sorry i when sam oh, bankman freed was working as a finance bro before all the crazy ftx shit he um was donating 50 percent of his salary like that was his whole gimmick for like how he was like one of the reasons he was able to rise through the hierarchy fast mm-hmm. was like i'm donating half of my money every single year a good like most of that was going to the effective altruism organization <laughs> like just i'm donating 300,000 a year which is half my salary to charity and it's like well <laughs> let's dig a little deeper into what what charities you're giving this to so it's me i'm the charity <laughs> yeah i am a charitable cause it's this might be the most capitalistic thing i've ever heard of Because, yeah, I've heard people defend capitalism by saying, oh, the world's problems are going to be solved because the billionaire class is going to fix them because they're good people, because they're billionaires. They're the best of us. 
Yeah, they can't exactly. Be they can't be bad. This whole system is broken. And now, yeah, this is that in practice. But because this capitalistic system is terrible, it's just a phenomenal scam. Yeah. Well, um, Andy admitted that he didn't believe in any of it and was just a straight up grifter. In yeah. Well, weird DM to like a reporter. <laughs> the reporter was just like <laughs> talking to him and like somehow got him to just literally be like, like I think his question was something like, so that stuff about like altruism and like trying to give away all like, you know, billions and billions of dollars to charities and everything like that. Like you never really believed in any of that. And he's like, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of what you got to do. Like, he he. I think he said he he in the text. Oh. Like, was, oh. and then and then he like expounded like us Western like moral value people need to spout platitudes in order to get anywhere. You know, just tried to like. I don't know, is, it was it was really weird. It was some weird DMs. This oh god, um, mm, immediately immediately going from one type of terrible dude to perhaps an equally terrible type uh libertarian guys with asian wives that's that's why i'm getting from that sentence um fuck yeah did you guys did you guys see that japan is about to pass a law uh that allows uh charitable givings to cults essentially to be <laughs> undone to be uno reversed hmm. card wait uh, if, um if uh an investigation reveals that they were given under i think uh the wording was either problematic or suspicious circumstances <laughs> is this for like the moonies is this like a moony thing uh yeah and this is all this is all because that dude assassinated Shinzo yeah. yeah yeah of course <laughs> there's there's like... a lot of people in LA talking about how there used to be like all these moony gatherings like mm-hmm. regularly in their neighborhood and how they don't gather anymore because they're mm. scared. Mm. <laughs> and it's like, look, it's not good necessarily that the threat are of violence is bad. But, but. like, I mean, <laughs> like, it's kind of Batman y, right? Like, it's kind of <laughs> like, oh, the bat signal's been shown and the bad guys don't want to gr- gather anymore. Like, it's a little like that. Yeah, no, Rob, they're going to make a movie where Robert Pattinson assassinates Shinzo Abe <laughs> with. A weird homemade can gun. Yeah. Just a souped up t-shirt cannon. Yeah. yeah. The most effective weapon in human history, maybe. Right. Yeah. You instead know, it's of a, it's the, a spud the launcher. <laughs> right. Instead of the terrifying like Batmobile lights coming on and the engine roaring to life, it's just a fucking <laughs> Yeah, like he's he's spraying toilet bowl cleaner into a PVC pipe and he's like, <laughs> get ready, motherfuckers. I it... <laughs> it works yeah you guys remember that shit did you guys have potato guns yeah yeah what the fuck was that that's that was death incarnate how are there not more accidents with those things man they were they were a little ahead of our time like we we heard about like kids a couple grades older than us Mm -hmm. using them and yeah no fucking Tommy got shot in the gut with a potato yeah. at, at recess and had to go to the hospital. And right now they can't have those anymore. Right. I yeah. remember distinctly at baseball practice, like some dude showing up with a giant PVC fucking missile launcher and he would unscrew the cap, had a spray of toilet bowl cleaner and would spray it in there. And then fucking jam a potato down and we would all go to the outfield and he would shoot the fucking potato hundreds of feet in the air and we would all try to catch it. Like what the, 
what the fuck was like the mid aughts early tens that's weird man yeah that that was wild man youtube youtube was up youtube was maybe the best version of itself completely unmonitored but before fucking fascist maniacs found it and used it as a grifting ground like yeah yeah it's good shit i miss it let's go back to the late aughts internet Please. One day. But today, we're going to talk about some news, which includes the FTC is set to file an antitrust lawsuit against Microsoft for its attempted acquisition of Activision Blizzard. We can't let Xbox own Call of Duty and Overwatch. But they said they would give... Call of Duty to Sony for 10 years. No, see, what what you have to understand here is that Microsoft is actually trying to fix the entertainment industry because if they acquire all of the media and all of the money, they'll be able to distribute it as they see. (laughs) They will be... Effective altruism in video games. Right. That will confirm that they are the best because they have single-handedly... Because they succeeded. Yeah. Yeah, destroyed everything. Like similar to the the monarchy in England, like they are God's chosen people yeah. to distribute properly everything is it, to everyone. It, is it the Quaker like moral structure, or am I thinking of um no, not Quakers? Um it's a guy's name. Whatever. Mm. Like back in like old America, and like their idea was that everyone had a set destiny. You could not affect whether you're going to heaven or hell. And the only way to know for sure before you died if you were going to heaven was to be successful financially. Um, so it's like, if you're rich, that means God chose you because you're a good person. Poor people are bad people and rich people are like morally superior. <laughs> those those have spun off into two beliefs that have that are very much alive right now by the way. And like the prosperity gospel preached by Joel Osteen literally talks about the fact that yeah, rich people got there because they deserve it. Poor people are like rich people are chosen by God essentially to be wealthy because they are godlier and better and poor people are not. They're they're heathens that don't deserve it and that's why they're poor. That's why God allows them to be poor. Um, even though like Jesus Christ exists and that's kind of the exact <laughs> opposite of Jesus Christ's whole thing. But anyway, and then also like Calvinists and other like Calvinists. That's what yeah. I was thinking. Oh, about. it was Calvinists. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Calvinists exist by the way. Calvinists yeah. are still very much. No, no, no. I know. Religion. But I mean, oh, like okay. I, I read about it in the context of right. studies that's done in it, old America. Right. That's when it rose to prominence. But yeah, no Calvinists very much. There was a Calvinist church in my, not my hometown, but like in my home area. I remember and I was like, Calvinist, that's a funny name. And then I kept I, I like, kept oh. thinking of Conradism. <laughs> like oh, from I just, Bioshock. Is that what that no, is? No, like I just no. imagined a name with a C and then it ah. stuck. I'm like, ah, that's not it. I can't get it out of my head. Yeah. Calvinist, that's what I was thinking of. I think Calvinists nowadays are a little more like, oh, we're traditional. Like we try to mm. we wear suits to church. So, you know, I don't think that they're necessarily mm. like business daddy mode anymore i think that's spun off to yeah like the mega churches because that's profitable you know like to say hey man if you're rich you deserve it that's rich rich people tend to want to hear that so Mm -hmm. 
Okay, apparently yeah. Calvinism started uh, in the 16th century, which, if I remember world history correctly, that's really when broader Christianity started taking off. That's, yeah, that's when I think a lot of pagans were forcibly converted into Christianity. That was um, way beforehand. Really? Was, yeah. yeah. Six, 1600s would be too late for that. Yeah, that was no, like dark Euro ages. Europe was like, entirely christian at that point oh, okay yeah that, that would be yeah what well, when was martin luther like the 1450s oh, or right, something right, right. yeah luther spinning off against the catholic church is when i think it really like became the dominant religion in europe because then there was an alternative you didn't have to be catholic you could be well i like this jesus guy he's pretty chill but fuck the pope like... no even even before that it was still like entirely i mean the end of the Roman Empire, like what they were doing was getting rid of the pagans and making them Christian. But, you know, when they Holy became down with Jesus and they're like, ooh, maybe maybe we fucked up. Maybe this Jesus guy had it right all along. Speaking of another guy who's gotten nothing mm-hmm. but dubs after his criminal prosecution. Yeah. Get up. Come on, get down with the Jesus. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's just that meme with the guy in a... Uh, in court with his hands like this and it's like when the not being the son of god uh accusations are dismissed <laughs> uh, uh the romans okay so cool christianity uh not immediately a scam uh once it reached saturation but you know what 200 year buffer 200 year buffer for it just to be like bold-faced chicanery okay i mean like <laughs> look <laughs> i know is christianity a scam we don't have in to the, do this again guys <laughs> in the broader context of like judaism existed and jesus was a preacher of judaism and then yeah. a bunch of guys after he was murdered were like hey what if he wasn't a preacher of judaism and we got something here was his own thing i don't know man <laughs> there's there's some there's some pretty Jewish people tend to keep pretty good records. There's yeah. some pretty distinctive records that conflict with the gospel. <laughs> I I mean, I I remember, I mean, I remember like in church in Sunday school and shit like that. Um like they're like, yeah, Jesus was Jewish. I'm like, Jesus was Jewish. And like, yeah, like, and he was right about everything. Like, that was his whole that's that's why we're doing this, is because Jesus was right about everything. <laughs> they're like, yeah. I'm like, and and just to and go back to your first point, he was Jew- Jewish. And they're like, yeah, I'm like, and so we're <laughs> yeah, not Jewish though. Why? <laughs> like, well, because you know, like because Jesus was right about everything, so we have to do what he says. Like, you mean be Jewish? <laughs> like, no, the Jewish are wrong. <laughs> like, like, but well, hold hold. On. <laughs> no, the Jewish people killed Jesus. Yeah. They hated him. They were Pharisees. Mel then, Gibson told me so. And and after he died, did he then say, like, all that shit I said before was wrong? Be this instead? Like, well, no. Not really. He no. said carry on his beliefs. I'm like, okay, so again, why aren't we Jewish? <laughs> or at least closer aligned with them <laughs> in a geopolitical sense. <laughs> in a broader political scale, you would assume. But uh... it's interesting. Yeah, I would just like to go on the record super quick and say that uh, is Christianity a scam so far in that magic is not real? Yes, absolutely. A hundred percent. Is it a scam in that it is possibly a means for uh, people to be 
better and answer some larger unknowns and uh, existential concerns about life? Also, yes, because largely it's an institution that has abused and taken advantage of people, especially children, uh, over the course of millennia. So, no, yeah. those are just the Catholics. Prob- well, I mean, that we know of. That we know of. Catholics, probably it, you're the right. Same. You're totally wow. right. No, it's just Catholics. There's never been a Protestant who did anything shitty ever. Wow, my man, my man gets married by a Protestant, and all of a sudden he's going to bat for that. Andrew Absolutely. got married last weekend. I got married. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I had to bite my tongue through that heathen speech. <laughs> fucking this fucking monstrosity. I had half a mind to ah. go full Dothraki wedding mode. That very nice lady. Lady, by the way, so that's <laughs> where you know our things are already off the rails. <laughs> wow, so progressive. <laughs> that's where we went wrong. Didn't even mention the Pope. <laughs> Damn. Do you think Francis would frown upon your marriage, Andrew? Well, well, he's so progressive. He, everyone loves him. What would he no, think pro- of a good you Catholic know boy? He'd probably say something shitty like, like, oh, what a beautiful wedding. Like, I don't know. I'm going God. What a beautiful wedding. wedding. <laughs> what a beautiful, oh, it's a beautiful wedding. wedding you have going on here. <laughs> Ow, you have the Catholic. You have the Protestant. You're, you're reaching a greater peace. And I assume you're going to make that Protestant convert to Catholicism. Thereby proving that we are right, and that's how you achieve peace. That's right. You achieve the great peace by reaching hegemony and homogeny. Yes. Let, let us know. I'm going to make you an offer you can't refuse. <laughs> yeah. Drink this wine and you go to heaven. <laughs> uh, let us know in the comments, listeners. What do you think the Pope would have uh, a bigger issue with? Uh, a Catholic gay wedding or a uh, mixed religion straight wedding? He would he would have some I I would love to hear his actual take because I do think it would be something so fucking savagely underhanded. Like just like yeah. oh wow. Like I marriage is a beautiful thing. I I'm so happy for everyone involved. And I understand that like everyone needs to find their own path. And <laughs> you know, like hmm. I can't be there for all of my children and guide them perfectly down the path of righteousness. You know, something that's fucking just so brutal, like He's brutally not unapproving. Anything at all, but, right? Yeah. But you can tell he just wants to fucking spit on you, like in that exact moment. He's insulting you in the sweetest way possible. Yeah. Also, how the hell did you and Jade have a wedding and the DJ didn't play "I Write Sins, Not Tragedies"? It was on the list. It was on the list, but he got wow. almost every song on the list. Yeah. Andrew. I may what? have gone a little too hard on Tom <laughs> at, at that point in the night. Um, You've I tried did... to walk back that statement so hard and I love it. Yeah, no, I I did have a really good time at my wedding. I had a great time Like looking Aww. back on it. It was, it was pretty much perfect. He played a little too much meatloaf for my taste. <laughs> A lot that, more Beatles. I was gonna say, is that one thought. song? It yeah, seems, no, seems like a lot of Beatles be and much. a lot of Meatloaf. Two bands that I really fucking hate. <laughs> there was plenty of disco though. That was yeah. fun. Yeah, no, we we asked him to play a lot of disco, so I appreciate that. There you go. Uh, it was a beautiful wedding, and thank you for making. What a beautiful <laughs> wedding! <laughs> ah! 
On a beautiful wedding, said the Pope to the bride. <laughs> yeah, sand washing. What a shame, shame the poor bride bride's also a woman. Is a Protestant. <laughs> and thank you for making uh, Ryan and I a part of it, Andrew. Uh, even if it did mean that I wasn't able to play nearly enough Pokemon on launch weekend, a lot of other people did, though, because Pokemon Scarlet and Violet sold 10 million copies in three days. Let me ask you, uh, Lucas, does Pokemon Scarlet and or Violet function now? It always has. I, hmm. <laughs> Is this like when I said that Cyberpunk was <laughs> working great out of the box? <laughs> Uh, Pokemon. I've seen to... some shit. <laughs> uh, Pokemon is yet to even attempt to give me a seizure, so that's a plus. Um, also, yeah, I don't know what other people are doing. I don't know how they're playing their games. I have not run into anything nearly that bad. The frame rate's I... a little jank, but like, I don't mind. I've seen people know. like streamers who played it for fifteen hours, like they have the track on their stream like how long their stream has been mm-hmm. and they go in to check their games playtime and it's like 13 and a half hours like they they dropped an hour and a half worth of frames <laughs> it's like holy shit man Why? yeah i know it i i remember you seeing or saying some shit beforehand like oh we're gonna have the discourse of the pokemon graphics aren't good and it's like it's more than that man like this is not a i mean look Obviously, it is playable, but for a while and for some people, it wasn't. I, I read the IGN like review and progress of this game. Like, we'd love to give you a score, mm-hmm. but we can't because this game doesn't work. It it's not functional. We've had like dozens of game breaking glitches. They like showed an example of like they tried to have a Pokemon battle, and like the Pokemon were like in the ground, and the the menus were just like repeatedly flashing. <laughs> It was, I, it was didn't terrifying. Didn't we do this with Madden, though, Andrew? And we were like, I don't know what I was talking about. This game's fine. And then we couldn't yeah. play it for months because it just yeah. straight up broke. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's Gamers love to be like, no, my $70 purchase is not yeah. bad. No, it's it's, it's the perfect. thing that, I'm, that I was excited about. So it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I... I said a lot of good things about Cyberpunk, Lucas. <laughs> I know where I stand with that game. Like, but I also know where that game stands in the broader context. Like, I know you like Pokemon. That doesn't make this a good game. Let me ask you both a question. Oh. Do either of you know what a missing no is? Yeah. Yeah, that's a classic yeah. glitch. That was that it, was the, the oh. missing Pokemon that like would it would it was in Gen One right like yeah it would show up sometimes you could glitch it and then it yeah. would be this weird little letter and it would say missing no so okay maybe, don't don't maybe, don't say some maybe shit, bugs like, are a feature and not a bug no that was super rare off. that Fuck was like off. under very specific circumstances it was almost like an Easter egg at that point because it was like a cool yeah. really rare bug in the code yeah it wasn't and, fucking <laughs> constant. Can, comparably you know uh the people that were able to glitch through the maps in cyberpunk and find the whole sections of the map that never got finished and they just buried <laughs> them like like that's that, pretty that's cool a, that's a cool feature this is <laughs> intentional and good and makes yeah. the game better they broke the fourth wall that i just want some consistency out of you lucas i just uh... want the consistency Okay, you know what, Andrew? You know what? I will 
uh, change all of my opinions on Cyberpunk 2077 if um, it also makes uh, Don Fan a competitive Pokemon. Uh, mm. if, if, if the Cyberpunk 2077 has a meta-ready Don Fan, I am good to go. Okay, right. but but still, what I'm getting is I don't have to listen to you because I've played this game for a long time and I like it. And if putting pizza in an oven is baking, <laughs> frozen pizza in an oven is baking, then also... <laughs> I we have we have succeeded. We were all just drunk enough for that conversation to land. We were really that was breakfast. Yeah. There was one thirty in the morning. Drunk. We were dead sober. None of us got drunk well, the night before. One... Oh, the night before. Wait, the night before. Oh no. Okay. Andrew, no, we we did. We get were, half of us were shit faced. I didn't. We I didn't get super drunk. I got a little very drunk. But... drunk. Yeah, but but no, yeah, we were stone cold sober when that conversation was happening. Unless you did shots in the parking lot at you know fifteen Someone degrees in our Fahrenheit was, yeah. was relatively tipsy. Andrew, one guy pooped his pants that night. <laughs> oh, I missed this story. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, a man no, off pod. A man story potentially. Yeah, yeah, no, a man that will be named later uh, pooped his pants that night. <laughs> Which night? Wait, the night no, after the, the breakfast or before the breakfast? The before the breakfast. Oh no! I didn't hear about it until a couple days later. I, but, I still never. But heard it, of it it makes the whole it, it puts like extra context and comedy in this whole thing. I she he may have been involved with a little bit of a, a beef with my uh, fantastic partner Maria. She says hi, by the way. Uh, Andrew and Ryan on the podcast, listeners, not for you. Uh, so yeah, I did. You know what? It's a, it's a little W for Lucas. I appreciate she hates that. our listeners. She she just fucking all of our patrons. She's just like God. I wish they would die. You keep me away from her patrons, and I hope you respect me being with you instead of her. You better you go. Amazon Alexa doesn't make any money, and departments behind it are seeing significant layoffs. How would Amazon Alexa make right? Money? Like yeah. I, I mean, it's... I'm now just realizing. Yeah. That, like, why did they do that other than for the fucking lulls? Like, no, straight yeah. up. I think it was one of those, like, they were trying to just take over the market mm-hmm. so that eventually they could, like, monetize it in a way that, like, people wouldn't be able to get away. Because, like, right now, if they tried to monetize Alexa, excuse me, um, I mean, I don't really know many people that even use it, but... But like right now, if they try to monetize it, like the people that did use it would just say, well, I'm going to go use Google Home or whatever. Um, so like that's, I guess, what they were trying to do. But like also, like, how would they mon- like the only way I can think of is like, like, hey, Alexa, can you turn the lights off? Sure, I'll turn the lights mm-hmm. off. Have you thought about getting a slice of Domino's pizza lately? Like, right. or or just like, like a baseball bat, like. Oh yeah, you want those lights on? That'll be two cents. Like why? <laughs> it's just two cents. That's not a big deal, right? Why not? I mean, I guess I guess you could also just have a monthly subscription for like having access to the Alexa technology of like two dollars a month. But still, like if, why? If I remember how all of this shook out originally, um. Apple unveiled Siri in either the early 10s or the late aughts. Uh, That became a genuine selling point for Apple products. And then 
every other somehow. tech company was like, we got to have that too. And now we've come full circle where, yeah, this feature is so common that a lot of people don't engage with it. A lot of people just kind of ignore it. And I don't think it's a selling point anymore. It's not. It's, it's Googling to, is easy. Yeah. It's harder to bake in uh, planned obsolescence to like, yeah, just like a shitty little smart speaker, you know, like mm -hmm. I, I have smart speakers from a decade ago that still work exactly as they originally did. So I don't know. Yeah. Too simple. There's, Too there's simple. no way to get repeat customers. Yeah. I mean, I, I just I never use those voice activated products ever. I, I used my Siri for the first time in like three years last week because I was driving. It was at night and it was heavy traffic. And I didn't want to like mess with my phone that I had up. I had the GPS going. And I was playing like Spotify. I didn't like the song. And I said, hey, Siri, skip this song. And it didn't work. It, <laughs> it closed the app. Like, oh, I was going to say that you'd be surprised how far the technology has come. But I'm glad to see that you had the exact opposite experience. I, I when I was driving up to Oshkosh, I used my mom's smart car feature that like hooks into your phone and shit like that mm -hmm. and yeah like the facebook group chats were popping off oh. and i was just like listening to all y'all's messages and like <laughs> i was like do you want to reply and i was like not really but it's interesting that i can just like keep up with the group chat without taking my eyes off the road like on facebook messenger like a text i could see but i was kind of surprised that they were integrated with like everything mm. um, and yeah. i was responding to some text messages and stuff from other people so i don't know that was kind of neat voice recognition. I remember when, yeah, like the the joke is the the Auntie Donna sketch with the uh, Scotsman who's Xbox <laughs> play game. <laughs> it can't recognize anything that he's saying, but I think it's actually kind of seen some strides. But yeah, I don't know. It's kind of overlooked at this point. It's unnecessary. There's some smart home freaks out there that I bet you are making good money. Hmm. Oh and yeah. Like like making good money. Like well, well, like they they are providing a lot of profit for Alexa type mm. devices because okay they hook up literally everything in their entire house to like their smart hub. Oh okay, I get what you're saying. They have a smart speaker in every room that controls every aspect of their house. So they, from yeah, the temperature to the lights to the. So devices. they're paying Amazon to license the Alexa technology to yeah, work in their shit. Okay, every everything hooks into like Google Home and Alexa and all that now. Does Amazon have a smartphone? No, I don't think so. Oh, I'm kind of kind of shocked by that. I've never heard of one. Maybe uh, they tried. I mean, Microsoft tried. That didn't uh, go very well. Amazon smartphone. Now you just, it takes you to the smartphone section of Amazon. Yeah. Interesting. I guess they decided between the iPhone, Pixel, and Samsung. Not even a point in trying to get in. Ooh, yeah, they tried. <laughs> the Fire Phone. Oh, a 3D enabled smartphone. I thought that was the Samsung Galaxy 6. Ah. And manufactured by Foxconn, Wisconsin's own. Uh, hey. No, hey. it's not. I know. I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm fully aware. I I did not hear a word of when the Foxconn deal was going down. Famously in Wisconsin, famously 
uh, negotiated heavy air quotes by uh, smooth talker Scott Walker. Um, <laughs> Scott Walker, smooth talker. <laughs> I have never heard that nickname before. Really? Is that a thing people say? Scott yeah. Walker, smooth talker? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Every time my dad talks shit about him, he's like, Oh, smooth talker, Scott Walker. Yeah. Um, he's never, not that I, smooth of a talker. Well, no, <laughs> no, that, exactly. that's, that, that's the joke. That's oh, okay. the joke. He, um, that he puts his foot in his mouth. Um, no, I didn't hear a word about like the human rights violations Foxconn was doing uh, as that deal was being negotiated. Yeah, of course, because a lot of people focused on like the bad part of this deal is that Scott Walker paid them billions of dollars. That's also a bad part of the deal. The other bad part of the deal is that yeah, he was basically contracting war criminals. Mm. I mean, look, Chinese manufacturers, I don't, human rights violations, like that's, they go with the that's territory. like given, right? Like, I don't, I don't know, man. I for And that's not like xenophobia, like no. knocking China or anything like that. Like American manufacturers have plenty of issues too, mm-hmm. but like largely have been handled by like union organizing efforts and giant exposés that took place over centuries of like organizing our labor movement and right china can't do that in its totalitarian system mm-hmm. so they're kind of where american business was in the early 1900s like yeah there yeah. is no human rights no but rights. yeah they basically tried to make like a weird like uh fucking uh like hologram space the fire phone it had four front facing cameras so that like it could make the phone oh. like look like it was in space. I don't know, man. Weird I... shit. They tried. They really tried. And I don't like that. It only I... made it like one year. They started it was announced in June of twenty fourteen and they discontinued sales in August of twenty fifteen. Oh, so that was exactly <laughs> the time period where AR technology seemed like the next big thing. And I can only think of it being executed successfully in like two video games. And that's it. And even then, like successfully is in giant air quotes. Right. Everyone turned the feature off in Pokemon Go because it drained your battery so fast. Yeah, you could only play like half the time if you had AR mode on. It's a fun feature in Bravely Default, though. I'll stand by that. Um... (laughs) Always sticking to Bravely Default. If I'm in anybody's corner, it's the Bravely Default. Bravely Default 1 specifically. OG Bravely Default. That's gone Mm. some places I do not care for. OG Bravely Default. Rock solid. Um, Also, just super quick, uh, speaking of two steps forward, one step back with technology, I got an email from Best Buy while we were talking saying my laptop is ready for pickup. Does not say if they fixed it. Does not say if it's good or just completely borked. Which that'd be forked. Yeah, your your brick is ready for pickup. Your right? very the expensive paperweight. paperweight is ready to be picked up from Best Buy. Yeah. I'm assuming that means it's good, but I don't know. I'd hope. I, I'd hope they'd bust out the paddles, throw everything at it if uh Yeah, no, well, dude, they, the they do work, they do try, it. but like None of those like pro uh pieces of technology are designed to be repaired. Like yeah, the manufacturers yeah. very much want to make it as hard as possible to repair them. In some cases, like Apple literally making it like against their terms of service to 
attempt to repair things. Mm -hmm. And if you do, you get no help from them whatsoever. Also, there are a lot of cases where like shit on your technology just gets fucked up so much that it it cannot be fixed. It's very hard to explain to boomers sometimes when they're Mm -hmm. trying to get you to do something that when you say it's not possible, they just say like either no, you're not trying hard enough or I just need to find someone that knows more about this. Like, no, sometimes it just is dead. <laughs> like, if I brought you a corpse right. and I said it's not possible to revive this, they wouldn't say, no, I need a better doctor. <laughs> I mean, that's I think it's part of the JFK conspiracy, right? Is the aspect of like, he's the president of the United States and he like died in the hospital it's like bro his, his head got blown his, off his his brains were outside his body bro. like there's they pronounced him dead at the hospital because there was probably enough of a brain stem that he had a pulse like there there, there was nothing there man I, it was over uh, uh yeah um speaking of tech stuff speaking of apple products um a lot of updates with twitter a lot of updates with elon I think one of the biggest ones now, and this is fairly recent, is that uh, Apple is threatening to remove Twitter from the App Store. Um, because they violate their terms of service by being yeah. filled with hate speech that's yeah. being and, unregulated. And security concerns. Like People yeah. are yeah. talking about the fact that it is a huge security risk as long as the like actual security team is so ridiculously undermanned. Like, yeah. They, they, any, any bad actor could pretty easily breach it at this yeah. point and i mean also the you know the owner of the company is using that company to spread literal misinformation in the forms of memes mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and then also is... posting pictures of fake Pepe. guns and and cans of coke I, yeah can we talk and, and i wanted the main reason that i brought this into the discussion was his fucking bedside table y'all see all those rings (laughs) this dude's one of the richest people who has ever lived in human history man's got i'm counting like seven or eight uh fucking water stain rings on his bedside table (laughs) like bruh invest in some coasters man dude it's all that coke sad yeah how much coke diet coke too a literal toy gun on like (laughs) what kind of loser nerd are you next to a vintage gun yeah i and that's not that's diet coke caffeine free yeah did he he get those out of whatever the soda equivalent of like a, a wine catacomb is i don't i thought coke zero replaced that no, it's still a thing. My dad comes in. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, I think he he went to a Mormon convention. And <laughs> but th- this means one of two things: that either Elon Musk has not cleared his bedside table of the cokes he's apparently drinking in bed for days, or Elon Musk drinks four caffeine-free <laughs> cokes because he likes the taste. <laughs> so much that he drinks one after the other he's chain smoking diet coke caffeine free so i just gotta get my hit man (laughs) yeah god no i mean i'm sure i i'm assuming that's one day but i don't know man 
Um, that has been kind of fun, though. I'm not the first person to make this observation, but uh, it has been a little fun to see Elon make broad sweeping changes to Twitter under the assumption that it actually is run by, it actually was run by woke leftists uh, mm-hmm. and is like trial and error failing his way into realizing, oh no, Twitter was, as was documented, largely run by libertarian tech bros and like whatever kind of quote unquote progressive policies they had internally are just the result of this is the only way this can make any kind of money. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's he's realizing that like, oh, corporate sponsors are a thing. Mm-hmm. And the reason that Fox News commercials are all fucking my pillow and weird boner pills are because like fucking Coke doesn't want to be on Fox News. Like that's that's how this works. You cannot be too far in any direction to upset a brand. That's, I mean, it's it's what we happen. It's what we've been talking about for years. It's just that this idea of cancel culture is that people don't like you. Mm-hmm. It's it's like, look, they're canceling me by not sponsoring me. They won't give me their money, which means they're suppressing my rights. Yeah, yeah, like. I mean, it's a very white sentiment in the first place, though, that, that yeah. like, yeah, no, as a as a white man, I am entitled to this billion dollar fortune like that is this is my birthright. And anything that you do to jeopardize this billion dollar fortune is a, a, a yeah, psyop. an infringement on my rights, like literally this is any, anything that you do to try to impugn my ability to make ungodly amounts of money is literally violating my freedom of speech my dad didn't put myself and my stepsister slash mother through college (laughs) for you to criticize me like this yeah oh also elon lied about the death of his firstborn child as confirmed uh by his first wife first ex-wife um that's not relevant to what he's doing to Twitter or any of the heinous stuff he does. Uh, I just feel like it's uh, worth noting that. Yeah, just another yeah. check mark on the bad guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, he might be the... actually the worst dad. Yeah. <laughs> he's up there, man. In terms of like someone who's not obviously, yeah, like currently in prison for crimes that they've committed against their children, he's up there. He named a he's, kid he's... alphanumerics as a joke yeah he said you can't win them all when asked about his daughter that wants nothing to do with him like none of his money none of his anything he's just like ah well i got 10 kids can't win them all (laughs) jade was telling me about like elon's dad she like did some digging and like elon's dad is like on top of you know all the other human rights shit that he's violated Mm -hmm. um like like kind of a in a cult yeah, their whole thing is like you have to have as many children as possible. Like, like to the guys specifically, like father as many children as you can. You don't have to parent them, but you do need to come in as many vaginas as possible, <laughs> as quickly as you can. And to like you know some sort of like populating the earth shit. Yeah, and, and like that's where Elon gets it is that his dad like raised him saying like you need to have 
a ton of kids. You don't need to raise them, but you do need to have a lot of children. <laughs> I, listen, Elon, which is a name I gave you for some <laughs> <Yeah>. goddamn reason. <laughs> not, you you are rich and therefore the best and smartest. So it is your responsibility to spread those genes around. And so what if you fucked a cat in college? Like, that's chill. Uh, what? That, okay, that one might be hearsay. That one might be heretical. <laughs> that one might be hearsay. I've seen that reported, like, tangentially, but I've never never, never seen the deep dive on that. Is this like that, that college gun girl, like, shit her pants at the party? And, like, it's, it's Wait, been that's confirmed. Good. No, it's not. It, it's, <laughs> that it's is like, absolutely that confirmed. Was fair. No, like, it was confirmed that she did not. It That was made up. Oh, trust me, dude. There's nothing that I wanted to be true more than that. There's photos. It was there was a photo of a blonde girl with curly hair, face down, with what looks to be poop on <laughs> on top of her butt <laughs> on the outside of her dress. Oh, uh, all right. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> well, well, I scrambled to incorporate that into a title. Uh, let's move into the breakouts. Ryan, your timeline is a little wonky. Uh, you have anything you want to shout out first? Um, I finished The Crown, the most Ooh. recent season of The Crown. Imelda Staunton, a.k.a. Dolores Umbridge from the Harry Potter series. Every millennial's like least favorite person on planet Earth. Um, it, was, it, was, it was good. It was, it was classic Crown. It was oh. very slow burn. Uh, character drama. Uh, they're already teeing up the Diana death that's coming in next season, in theory. So, oh, yeah. we'll see. Oh. Got to witness Charles and all his shithousery. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, it's good times. Good to hear. Um, I watched H-Bomber Guy's Roblox underscore oof dot mp3 video. Uh, which began as a video essay trying to uncover the origins of the iconic Roblox oof sound effect. And then just devolved into an examination of video game sound designer, uh, figurehead musician, Tommy Tallarico, who... Is a habitual liar. Mm. Just across the board. He he claimed to be the first American to ever work on a Sonic game, which blanket untrue. Sega Sammy is un, was founded as a US Japanese company. There have always been like Americans in positions in Sega. Um and also, he's not even the first musician to work on a Sega game, to work on a Sonic game. Famously, Michael Jackson did. And, like, it's wild. It's wild to see a dude who so desperately wants to be, like, 25 again, so desperately wants to be a rock star, just live this ridiculous, sad lifestyle that's also only made him millions of dollars so i don't fucking know i don't i i very much recommend this video tommy tallarico lies about how many guinness world records he has 
He is that kind of dude. Have you guys, so you guys know the archetype of like the person who's like, I'm brutally honest. If you can't handle it, like yeah. stay away. Yeah. Shit like that. I've dated someone who is, that's their thing is that they're like, well, I'm a habitual liar. So, <laughs> so what, well, you can't blame me. That's just who I am. I lie <laughs> all the time when I am presented with the option between telling the truth and lying, even if it doesn't benefit me at all to lie, I will lie. That is my thing. And I was like, you're very self-aware about this aspect of your personality, which like, I can see how you can spin being honest right. as like a positive, even though it's just you being an asshole. Like, I don't know how you spin. I just lie. I am like distrustful. It's impossibly, I'm untrustworthy in every sense of the word. I don't know how you spin that to be a positive in your brain, but they were, they were out and they were proud. <laughs> I'm a habitual liar. So. Oh, it's so fun and quirky. Yeah, no, I, I don't know if it was just Manic Pixie Dream Girl. Like, they just saw a Zoe Deschanel movie and they were like, you know what? Can't handle me at my best. Or worse, Zoe, Today Zoe I'll cause De- problems on purpose. Yeah. Zoe Deschanel, not even once. Um, Andrew, how was Andor? How was Andor? Andor, good, man. Like... I I hadn't been able to see the last two episodes because, you know, getting married and all that shit. Um, and I finally watched them today. And it is just really, really good. Um, the last two episodes kind of like tied up the story more than like progressed it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like t- tied up what we like had been seeing more than progressed it. It was still really like good and well done. But like the first... I want to say, are there 12? I think there's 12 episodes in the series. Like the episodes up until those last two episodes were like, like pretty perfect. Like I was so blown away, not just by like what it had to say and the quality of the writing and the quality of the acting. It's visually stunning. It's like, it's themes like are so poignant Mm -hmm. and also like delivered like in such like perfect timing and grace like i i can't say enough about it i don't care if you don't like star wars you should watch this show like you you really should um i know you didn't really care for like blade runner 2049 i know you you said you did like the original blade runner like visually though there's a lot of similarities between this show and those movies um not really themes but Mm -hmm. like visually it's like it really takes you back I actually now that I think about it, that's maybe across the board a decision I disagree with of the new Star Wars trilogy's uh, set decoration. Like even the Rain Johnson movie, like the future looks too good. Like sci-fi looks too good in the Star War in the new Star Wars movies. Like things things are shitty in science fiction too. They're allowed to look shitty, but uh, yeah, yeah, okay. And give me oh, go for it. No, no, no. Go ahead. Uh, you're giving a great pitch right now. And I don't know, as a 2022 top 10s creep up, maybe maybe I'll binge through this, get it on the list. I do have to ask, though, did uh, did the fear you had that everyone had come to fruition? Did no. Darth Vader? Di- okay. 
No, no. Like that. And that was going to be my next point is like the people that made this show said this is going to be a show about the little people. Like, like I've heard a lot of people call it like ground level Star Wars. And you got to call it what it is. It's just getting rid of all the silly shit. It's just <laughs> it's just ignoring all of the dumb parts and being like, we're going to take the handful of good things and then just mix it up with like good old fashioned hard sci-fi and like give a good story and good characters. And no, no Darth Vader, no Jedi shit, no Sith. No, there weren't even like, you know, a, a ton of, you know, heavy handed Easter eggs like Star Wars always does. They didn't do that. Um, nobody used the force. I didn't see a single lightsaber. What? I was like, oh, thank God. No, I, I got through it without all that shit. Was there any mention of jizz? How much jizz no. is in it? No, no jizz. Although no? Um, this is the first instance of like sex in Star Wars, apparently. There well, were, Mando there... wasn't fucking. No, what? no, they they made sex canon in in uh, Andor. Pretty sure it's already canon, what? right? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but like there were no like intimate scenes in mm. the other Star Wars shows, I... I guess. Like people, I guess, checked. <laughs> like, no, this is the first sex scene. Actually, and it was Actually... not graphic. It was like you know your classic, you know the. They're making out and the door closes and then it skips to the next day and, you know, one one person's putting their clothes on and that kind of thing. But actually, actually, Ryan, sex might not be canon in Star Wars. A major plot point of the Star Wars episode one is that Anakin is is a product of immaculate (laughs) conception, a plot point that definitely went somewhere <laughs> yeah and they never did anything with <laughs> it's like that would be funny if like every kid was immaculate conception like yeah god is just impregnating real. every woman in the galaxy i mean <laughs> the force for is real like the re- the religion that the jedi have is like certifiable in this show like they yeah. could have done something with that but they didn't no, but midichlorians. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's like in Dune, where like the religion is real. It is correct. Like, no, no, we we got this one right. Yeah. Right. Or the Lord of Light in Game of Thrones. We just yeah. got to the uh, yeah. the Brotherhood Without Banners section. Yeah. When Beric Dondarian gets revived and it's just like, like oh. once again, this is just real. Like, yeah, like look, this god might be a dick and but he <laughs> might not want to worship him, but he's real. He's definitely real. He has real power. Varus had like that sorcerer who and he heard him in the flames. There's been a demon who murdered a brother. Yeah. He's bringing people back to life like fire magic real. and shit. Yeah. This guy's real. Oh, <laughs> uh, another thing that definitely went somewhere and had a broader impact. Um no, all the Dothraki swords. Yeah. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> uh, I have been playing a lot of Pokemon Scarlet, as I mentioned at the top of this. Uh, I am um, two gyms, one uh, star mission, and one Herba Mystica mission into the game. Uh, yeah, this game. 
boy it runs like an open world game on the nintendo switch uh but i'm enjoying it very much so far there uh, are open world games on the nintendo switch <laughs> that are critically acclaimed yeah, Legend i mean of fucking Zelda. xenoblade just got a, like nominated for game of the year oh god i huh i just realized pokemon came out too late for this year's game of the year award i do not know how it's going to fit into next year's huh that would be I don't know if it would fit into this year's. Was it really going to get nominated? I'm best curious. R- best RPG, best JRPG. Oh, okay. Not not best game. That's right. I feel like it's I, right. I was like, I was like, best game. This Pokemon Kids baby game for babies. Um, my one major criticism of it though is that boy, it has like a solid hour and a half to really like get going. It takes it takes longer to get what what. I see the, the consistency. Yeah, I, I do. <laughs> Both I do of you guys refuse to play Horizon hey, Zero oh Dawn. God. Hey, am I playing a Pokemon open world game right now? No, no, no. I'm not. Absolutely not. No, no this is not a criticism leveled against Ryan. Because yeah, as I'm much consistent. as I disagree with him, he is consistent. <laughs> Lucas, you wouldn't play that game because of the long ass intro. It was a long intro. <laughs> I, I don't disagree with Lucas, but no, I had the same thought as Andrew. I at was least, like, hold on. <laughs> At least I get a little alligator, buddy. At least I get a Fue Coco in Pokemon's intro. You're just saying things. <laughs> if you gave me a little robot best friend in uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, I'd be fine with that length of that intro. Um, but then once you uh, do get through that uh, longer than I think it should be opening, you are just in Pokemon. Like, there is no... And Ryan will know what I'm talking about. Like, in like the opening of most Pokemon games, it's like, yeah, you can catch a rat and a bird and a ferret and maybe a caterpillar here no they're giving you the weird pokemon right out the bat like mm. you, get, you had whoopers running around immediately uh I, I think the first pokemon i caught uh was like uh, lechonk the pig the pig pokemon mm. in this game um, but yeah, no, there are psychic types out there immediately. There are dark types. There are there are ghosts just out the bat. Like you are, like in the you are in the shit. You are in the Pokemon shit right out the gate with this one. How do how does the Pokemon spawn mechanics work in this game? Because usually it's like on this highway at this time of day, this Pokemon will spawn. How and at this rate? What is it like now with open world? Um. It is exactly that, except they are physically uh, spawned. There are three models walking around that you can throw right. Pokemon balls at to battle or walk into. But is it uh, only like certain areas at certain times and stuff that certain Pokemon spawn? Or is it like at any given time, any given Pokemon could spawn anywhere? Uh, there is a day and night cycle. Um, so it rather than being tied to the real world's uh, time, it is an in-game time. So you, there's mm-hmm. no clock resetting. There's no, uh, well, it's noon and this ghastly only comes out at night. So I guess I can't catch a ghastly today. If mm-hmm. if you like do something else for like five, ten minutes of real world time, it'll it'll be night and you can catch that Pokemon. But you walk out of the starting area mm-hmm. and there could be a literal fucking Mewtwo. It's just remarkably slim chances. Or how does it work? Um, no, I don't think uh, Pokemon are tied to specific areas. Um, okay. I think it's a little more advanced than routes. It's like 
yeah, the, these Pokemon will be on these couple of routes, but like only by waterfronts or something like that. Mm. And, um, I saw one guy on TikTok who it was like a glitched Tyranitar. And he was just like, the what? And then he caught it. And it was like level 67 Tyranitar. Oh. And he was just like, what? Uh, what? And he was confused. And yeah, I wasn't sure if it was just rare or if he was confused because he was like, why? That shouldn't be here. I'll take it. But it shouldn't be here. Was it a regular Tyranitar or like a robot Tyranitar? <laughs> I think it was regular. Okay. Because the, yeah. there are like past and future pokemon in this i've yet to get to them but uh yeah they made one of my personal favorite pokemon don fan uh like prehistoric and usable in in pokemon games now and i'm very excited about that uh, don fan the elephant oh it's like an elephant armadillo thing yeah you can curl up into a ball it's cool shit um yeah, people have been pretty mixed about the new Pokemon designs in this one. Uh, I'm kind of on board for it right now. Uh, one of my favorites, one of my team staples is Tandem Mouse, which is j- j- two little mouses who are a couple, uh, and they evolve into Mousehold. And then they have kids. Then they're two mice with either like oh. two or one baby mice. Mousehold. Mouse, okay. Pretty good. Uh, I can't wait to catch uh, Tinkatonk which is just a little pink gremlin with a giant hammer that attacks birds for fun, apparently. And I love it. Wait, so... This is a field-type Pokemon, Tandemouse? Yes. How long has that been a thing? Field-type? uh probably oh yeah since the breeding mechanic was introduced so gen 2 gen 2 what yeah field (laughs) isn't that gold and silver yes i've played those yeah you ever wonder so it's not like fire type it's like a different yeah this is tied to the breeding mechanic Uh, oh make eggs with like other field types Uh, okay so this is like sun zodiac versus moon zodiac like this is yeah if they say type but it's not the type it's right okay that's bullshit i hate that yeah but also it makes more sense it's not field type so like that's just grass bro yeah you can't just call a field type it's apparently also the only pokemon that can use population bomb mm-hmm. what's population bomb uh that is an attack like uh uh, like the move uh, Double Slap or something, where it's like, mm. this attack can hit one to five times. Except uh, Population Bomb, it's up to ten. Mm. Yeah. And is it based on the fact that they reproduce fast? I think so, yes. Uh... Th- those mice fucking, fucking, yeah. fucking has been canonical in Pokemon since the beginning. And this is just a further reestablishment of that. Take that, Star Wars. Is the family of four stronger than the family of three? Uh, no, but they the family mm. of three is more rare. Hmm. Yeah. Which, uh, way less. Oh. The family of three. I, that is a mechanic. That could be a factor. Hmm. Hmm. Don't use low kick against the family of three. It will be less effective. Hmm. Yeah. Either of you watched the new Rick and Morty? New Rick and Morty's. <laughs> Rick and Morty. 
Morti. The plural. No, I have not. I have not either. Uh, I'm trying to finish up Ozark. I finished The Crown. Rick and Morty is like the last show on the list, and then I'll be, I'll be it for the year, man. I got so many shows. Right. Cool. Uh, cool. I won't talk too much about them. Uh, middle of the pack, I think, for both of them. I don't know. So yeah. were they your least favorite of the season so far? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Hmm. Yeah. Well darn. Banger week for Chainsaw Man fans, though. Good manga. Good episode. I oof. Chainsaw Man fans just eating dubs over here oh my god left and right yeah just once you want an l but they just keep coming they can't lose we're eating dubs our boy is eating barf it's a great time it's a great time all over the place and i'm not gonna ask i know you want me to ask and i'm not gonna so that's the thing about chainsaw man you talk about any part of chainsaw man and it merits an ask and that's why i love it yeah but unfortunately i'm i'm wise to your to your social manipulation at this point and uh not gonna ask i become predictable and i I know andrew won't either uh (laughs) anyway yeah um boy boy have i realized lately i love media where it is just broken people fighting desperately for any semblance of happiness and oh no they're just they're they're too far gone man it's just you always ascribe so much more meaning you do observe in any of the media that you consume well no like i would say that this is lucas finally boiling it down for the first time ever and every single piece of media is just him describing this trope of broken people trying to put it together but they just can't but in different ways so that yeah. it sounds unique and novel. But it's always that. And it's just like, no, he's, he, look, he's a guy, rough childhood. Like, he's got a mentor, but the mentor, like, starts to get distant. And, like, yeah, yeah it just, there's always a different pathway, but it's the same story every time. We talking about Barry? We talking about Barry right now? Good. Barry is Chainsaw be. Man without demons and in Los Angeles. Chainsaw Man is Barry. But with no, it's demons. not. <laughs> Chainsaw Man is buried. You can't pull this shit anymore, Lucas. You can pull this shit with the other anime and manga you consume because you know we're not going to read it. I read that shit along with you. That's not what this shit's about. You, there is thematically, it's the exact same. Oh my god! <laughs> thematically, you would love it. On paper, Andrew, you should like this. Why don't you like it? Why do you hate people trying to self-actualize, Andrew? Yeah, wow. Says a lot about you. Yeah. Guy who just got married and is (laughs) objectively probably doing the best. I'm pretty happy. Emotionally and romantically fulfilled. Gotta love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but secretly, deep down, he's just tortured soul like the rest of us lucas is doing the uh you know how people do the the literally me thing with like you know drive and scarface and don draper and all that Mm -hmm. shit like oh my god he's literally me lucas is doing that with um like manga about people with magic powers (laughs) oh i was just thinking like sad people oh man oh you guys you guys ever see um oh god what is that movie um uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, where he's a 
uh oh Karatsu. nightcrawler yeah y'all ever seen nightcrawler dude that's so me just like the saddest <laughs> just, fucking like the biggest sack of shit yeah like, dude, man dude that guy's so me it's what one of my least favorite movies even though i know it's objectively a really yeah, good no, movie. i like nightcrawler yeah, a lot it's but fuck horrific fuck. to watch Jake Gyllenhaal's character oof I, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I think about the one scene in Chainsaw Man where the main character, for the first time, allows himself to to expect more than the bare minimum for himself to be greedy. And I, I, I tear up a little bit thinking about that. Thinking about him like, I, I'm allowed to want more. I'm allowed to... I deserve more than what where i'm at that hit me hard it's i thought like that confession oh uh, it was just you there you go oh. i thought that, that confession was gonna be a lot darker because wow. it had the same energy as the so you guys know when bugs bunny dresses up as a girl bunny? <laughs> <laughs> i don't even what is that even from but yeah, i don't know that was the energy that it started with like you know that thing where <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know Manga. Chainsaw Man, good. Chainsaw Man, great. Uh, speaking of greats, is Jordan Love about to be one of them? He scored a touchdown. Did you watch every snap, Andrew? I I wasn't able to find every snap. I was able to see the um, like the NFL presents highlights of the game, and I think they showed like seven of his nine pass attempts. Yeah. I mean, because so, they were all pretty good. You know, he looked. Solid. Even that incompletion in the end zone, yeah. like we're just going it was for it, on that the was, money. Yeah, that was, it was a tight window and a basically impossible throw. It, but like, yeah, I know he was there. He got out of the pocket. He avoided pressure. He made a crazy sidearm throw directly to his receiver, and, and like might have been pass interference that wasn't called. Doesn't really matter. But it was it was a dime of a throw yeah. for sure. And then yeah, like that touchdown to Christian Watson was just find the open guy, put it in a good Fucking spot, let him go to it. work. Yeah. That was that was straight Aaron Rodgers mode. Like the if you watch his release on that shit, did he, he like absolutely slinging it? And the second that I saw Christian Watson had like three yards of separation, he's like, oh, it's like, oh, this is a touchdown. Like that dude runs his his limbs move so slow, <laughs> but he's just passing people, and it's like. Are they all just slow? Like, it's just like, go, I know you're fast. And like, you don't realize that. No, he just, he's very long. So it's like a gazelle out there. Right. When Tyreek Hill is running, his legs are a blur. He looks like the flash from a cartoon because he's short. (laughs) When, when fucking Christian Watson is running, he looks like Usain Bolt. Yeah. No long ass legs. (laughs) You can't tell because the people next to him, their legs are moving much faster than his, but you're like, wait, but he's, pulling away from them how does this work it's uh it's kind of terrifying yeah our run defense wasn't just so (laughs) fucking atrocious for the sixth year in a row i'd say the future you know we could have something here with this team even over here jim leonard has uh yeah honestly yeah let's do it has uh has there been any reporting on uh why Aaron Rod- uh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers was out that quarter? What's his uh he broke his yeah, ribs? He claims he has yeah oh. ribs. I don't believe any of that shit. Okay, so yeah, that <laughs> Aaron like- Rodgers has lied to us for so long, and we yeah. think all of a sudden that like he wouldn't just be like, oh, I'm playing kind of bad. 
hey guys my thumb's broken did you know that <laughs> i mean oh, there was this oh, whole man. thing the season's going down the drain and there's nothing i can do i'm gonna act hurt and if we score a touchdown i'll be a hero and if we don't i'll just leave the field and be done for the day he know. he also said something after the game where he's like i want to keep playing as long as we're like mathematically not yeah, eliminated once we get eliminated all bets are off it's like right because he knows they will be like yeah just full and we all know it too but he just like said it out in the open like yeah no we're gonna get eliminated soon so maybe then i'll sit out no, it should be Jordan Love the rest of the way. I it know should. It, it probably won't be. We'll probably start Rodgers one more game. But no, I, I if if Aaron Rodgers played his last game in a Packers uniform, it would not be the worst thing in the world for me. No. Yeah, I'm I'm ready to ready to go. I want to honestly at this point I'm at I'm at like not asshole prove it stage for so many people in the organization. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm not like. You guys fucked up. I hate you so much. If you don't win a Super Bowl within the next year, I'm bailing. But like, uh, all right, so what can Matt LaFleur do without an MVP caliber quarterback? What does Jordan Love do when he's in the starter role with a week's worth of preparation and the other team has film and has prepared for him? What does Brian Gutkutz do when it's time to like maybe think about reshuffling personnel a little bit? Like these these guys that like we've had success with in the past, but like, how much of it is chalked up to, yeah, like the Aaron Rodgers factor and how I much mean, of it, like, do we need to reevaluate moving forward? On some level, this is like the first opportunity Matt LaFleur is going to have to really prove himself no strings attached. I It's been widely reported now that Aaron Rodgers is, uh, boy, he would like to be the coach of the Packers on top <laughs> of being the quarterback. Um, yeah. So then it sounds like Matt LaFleur has... Well, like at every level, he's had a compromise around Aaron Rodgers, and yeah, probably not going to do that for. The problem too, though, is that like our roster is just so depleted. Like we have shown, like I, I the the ability for us to utilize Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon this year has made me think, like, yeah, no, it's a good coach. We've just got a quarterback who refuses to throw the wide receivers that he doesn't trust, and every wide receiver on the roster is a wide receiver he doesn't trust, like. <laughs> There, there was nothing that he could really do. His hands were completely tied. And now he's got Christian Watson and he's utilizing him really well. And he's still got these running back talents and they're being utilized really well. Big Bob is still like a really solid tight end, like better than he has any right to be. I, I don't know. Like I I, have, I do have faith in LaFleur. It, that's why I'm saying it's not like a prove it, man. Like you're you're out of here. You're on your ass if we can't right. win something in the yeah. next year. But they but are going like to all right, have to let's, earn the job. Right. You know, let's get like, a real look at how good you are. I have nothing but appreciation for what you've done in Green Bay so far. This season's a wash. Fuck it. I don't care. I'm not a spoiled Packer fan. Like yeah. we can have a losing record and I'm not going to abandon the team. I'm watching yeah. every week, baby. Thing Things but, change in sports. Like they change fairly quickly i mean like not yeah. as fast as college sports but you know it's we're gonna see if like matt lafleur is the kind of coach that hangs around for a couple of years or if matt lafleur is going to be the coach for the next 10 years and what what does he do with that team and what's it look like because there's a lot of people that are going to be on the outs in the next you know this off season and the next yeah. off season like it's going to look very different in a couple of years like Who's going to be running the show at that point? Like we're going to, we're going to find out. That's kind of what makes sports fun. Yeah. I wouldn't hate if we got Hackett back after he inevitably 
like gets fired at the end of the season show in on planet earth like god the broncos make us look decent like god damn man like aaron Rodgers. i said it in a group chat like aaron Rodgers is disappointed this year like for his expectations and the amount of money that he made but it could be worse he could be russell wilson russell wilson is getting paid just as much is playing much worse and we didn't trade a couple of first round picks to keep aaron Rodgers. yeah and the Broncos are in a bad spot. Right. And you're looking at Russell Wilson and you're like, God, they really fucked up. That's embarrassing. Like, how will the franchise ever recover? And then you remember that the Cleveland Browns <laughs> hired a serial sexual predator mm. who hasn't played a snap in years and gave him also that much money. And, guaranteed. Yeah, it was basically mm-hmm. fully guaranteed. Is he suiting up this week or is it next week? Yeah, it is this week. Oh, it's this week. Ready. We're going to yeah. fucking see. I'm not ready for the discourse. <laughs> I, I mean, saw... who's picking him up in fantasy? Did someone? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I don't fantasy. know. Waivers, waivers are t- uh, tomorrow. Is someone going to put in a claim? <laughs> I'm not. I, I will. Uh, no. I have a QB problem and I'm not doing it. <laughs> I don't care. I'm in last place, baby. <laughs> I, Kyler Murray's back. Two weeks off. I spent most of that time playing Call of Duty. Better than ever for me. There you go. And he downloaded the right version of Warzone. Yeah, I. I oh, did you download OG Warzone? Yeah. Which somehow I tried to find it. I'm like, how did you download it? I think they removed service from that game and delisted it. I can't find it anywhere. I don't know. All right. I realize now that a consequence of not having. A recording going in Audacity is that I don't know how long we've been uh, doing this for. Um, it feels like a naturalistic breaking point, though. So thank you, everyone, for checking out episode 206 of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast, which will almost certainly be titled Potato Baseball. If you like what you heard, like, comment, subscribe, etc. Check us out on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok for highlight clips. Act blue link in the description. Uh, thank you to our patrons, uh, Tiffany Cole, Sucky Badger, and Sensual Richard Nixon. Follow us on Twitter for updates at D2 underscore podcast. Follow me at Lucas Dreider on Twitter to keep up with all of my writing. And be sure to tune in to the anime live stream that I am hosting for my 9 to 5 job at Fandom. That is going to be tomorrow at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, if you somehow manage to watch all of this episode to get to this call out before that live stream starts. That's rad. Maybe reevaluate your priorities, but thank you. We appreciate it. And goodbye. We wish you a good week. <laughs>